All right, we all know that eating well and exercising regularly is key to a healthy life. But did you know that your mindset is just as important? I kid you not. Your thoughts and beliefs can make all the difference when it comes to living your best life. So today we are joined with the amazing Val Frederick, who is a certified nutrition coach and an all-around wellness guru. She's going to share some incredible insights on how to think differently when it comes to our health. So we can not only crush our goals, but also sustain them. That's right, my friend. And the best part Val's got a killer freebie for all of our listeners that you will not want to miss. So get comfy or continue driving and let's dive on in. Hey there, I'm Trish Rapp, a woman's life coach and owner of Simplify With You, and you're listening to my podcast, Real Life, the show that's all about my obsession, living life with no regret together, we can do hard things. So let's navigate the messy, find our identity, and feel more confident while keeping it simple. Think of this as a chit chat with your gal pal. Are you ready? It's time to show up for your own life, and I'm here to help. Hey, Val. Hey. Oh, yay, it's working. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Real Life with Trish. Thanks so much for being on the show. I am like always so excited to have a guest and you especially. So before Thank we get you. carried away, just tell the listeners a little bit about you. Mm, okay, well, I am a mother of two. I'm 55 and... Uh, loving life and I feel better than I've ever felt before and um, a big part of it is the choices that I've made that I would love to share a little bit with you um, about today. Yes, yes. Okay, so and you are in Canada. I'm in Canada. I'm in Alberta, central Alberta. Love that. Yay! And we just like got connected through like a mutual friend. So yes. this is just one of those times where I love in life where you get to meet a stranger and we talked the other day for like well over our allotted time so yes we did (laughs) you have so much to offer especially when it comes to mindset and the whole nutrition so talk to us a little bit about what you offer what I offer well I'm going to tell you just a tiny bit about my own personal story because I think it ties really well into the reason that I coach the way that I coach with my clients Um, I went on my own personal journey um, when I was 49 years old it was about 11 months before I was turning 50 I was scrolling through Facebook and I found this challenge at one of our local gyms um, that kind of promised you could drop a jean size um, by the end of the challenge. And I thought, well, a girl could definitely use a jean size smaller. So I quickly grabbed my credit card, signed up for it before <laughs> I could change my mind because um, I'm kind of cheap. So once I got a little bit of skin in the game, um, mm-hmm. I knew that I was going to um, go after this challenge. So um, I, I decided that I wanted to be fabulous at 50 because uh, I don't know about some of your listeners, but turning 50 was a really, um, that was a tricky one for me. And I knew that if I felt and looked better than I've ever looked before, that it was going to be a lot easier to embrace the big five out. Yeah. So um, that's basically what I did. I, I hit that challenge. Um, I was really committed to it. 
I loved what I was learning. I was able to put on a pair of jeans that were a size smaller at the end of the challenge. <laughs> and so that was a big um, accomplishment, but I had some more work to do. And so I continued on for um, the rest of that year. My birthday is mid-November and I accomplished my goal. When I turned 50, I felt like a million bucks and it was such a huge accomplishment for me. And um, so through that whole process, I started, you know, having some friends going, holy man, girl, what are you doing? You look fantastic. And so I started, I decided that I wanted to take my nutrition course more just for my own personal knowledge. I really had no intentions of being a coach. I've got a financial services background and have worked in that industry for 20 years. What do I know about coaching women when it comes to weight loss? And, uh, but I decided that that would be a good kind of learning place for me to go. So I took my nutrition course through Precision Nutrition and just kind of started chatting with some friends and sharing with them what I was doing um, and started to really feel super empowered to be able to help other women feel as good as I did. Um, and so that's what kind of got me started and got me excited about being in the, the nutrition world. Um, so you're, question about how I kind of approach coaching um, is first of all from a bit of a mindset piece a lot of programs out there we we know them all we've heard all the names uh, a lot of those uh, different programs those companies focus on the food intake maybe adding some exercise in there and they're missing a really important piece which is the mindset so it's 80 percent what you eat it's 20% what you do, but it's 100% how you think. So oh my, my focus at the very beginning is on mindset. Yeah. Okay. So like, how does one even like, I'm just thinking getting motivated, right? How, how yeah. does like, how would I get motivated? How do our like listeners get motivated? Yeah, that's one of the, the questions or one of the comments that I get from so many women is, oh, I am just so not looking forward to it. I don't want to go on a another diet. I am so not motivated. And I think, first of all, one of the reasons why most women are not super motivated about going on a diet is you give up your chocolate, you give up your wine, you follow all these little rules that keep you in this little box and you just like hang on for dear life for a window of you know, whatever that program is, whether it's five, six, eight weeks, and you hang on for dear life and you follow the diet rules and hope that you can make it to the end. And when you get to the end, you're like, "Woo! thank goodness I made it through that. And then you go back to doing all the things that you were doing before, which got you exactly where you are right now. So who can get motivated about that? Who wants to go through that whole process to end up back where you are right now? And so how I approach things differently is, first of all, um, it's not going on a diet. It's learning how to eat differently. It's learning how to live differently and still enjoy the things that you love. I eat chocolate every day. And I'm not going to lie. I often have a little bit of wine as well. And <laughs> I was able to do that while I was going through my weight loss process because I learned to find a balance. So if you are searching for motivation, it's about, first of all, finding the right program for you. Mm -hmm. um, but the other area that I really like to talk a lot about when it comes to motivation is knowing why you want to do it. Why do you want to lose weight? And I think that's something that's really important. For me, it was looking fabulous at 50. It's going to be different for everyone. 
Maybe your daughter's having her first baby and you're going to be a grandma for the first time and you want to get down on the floor and play with your grandbabies. Like you don't want to have to hit the call button, call 911 because I can't get off the floor, right? <laughs> you want to be able to run around, chase your grandkids around. Maybe you have a special birthday coming up like I did. Maybe there's a family reunion this summer or you're going to be mother of the bride. And all of these things are super important for you to want to look and feel your best. So I don't know what that is for you. And it might even just be a health thing. Maybe you've just come back from your doctor and he's like, mm, need to start paying attention. Right. Or this is what we're going to be faced with. Yeah. And so when I work with my clients, I help them find their why. Because when you find your why, you don't need willpower. You don't need motivation. Because the reason why you want to lose weight is bigger and better than any challenge that you're going to be faced with when it comes to nutrition. Yeah. Absolutely spot on. Well, and you know, you mentioned the 50, you turned 50. And I feel like, you know, each in the, when I turn 30, when I turn 40, when I'm going to be 50, I feel like the, there are these milestones and some, some people just don't prepare you, you know, it's not talked about a lot about like, yeah. I'm sorry, as you get older, it's going to be harder to shed weight totally, yeah, <laughs> and stuff like that. So, okay. Let's say that we have listeners that have been on multiple different diets, like everything you can think of. Some of those names we're not going to name yeah. and like, what will make them be successful this time? Yeah. Well, again, it's, it's finding that why finding a program that doesn't put you into a box with a ton of rules, mm -hmm. um, dealing with, uh, a lot of the mindset pieces and that self-sabotage and all that inner critic. Um, if you can find the answers to all of those little mindset pieces, it's gonna help you be successful and get off the yo-yo diet plan. So when I coach my clients, I start at the very beginning dealing with all these mindset pieces, getting them ready to be successful, having them make the decision to, to decide to be successful this time, that's a big one. Uh, most women look in the mirror, your eyes go directly to that body part that you least love about yourself, and then you get this little voice inside your head that calls you names and makes comments about your body, things that you would never in a million years say to your mom or your daughter or a best friend, but yet you very, very willingly will say them to yourselves every day. Um, if you can start to ease up on yourself, start to love yourself a little bit more for who you are in the body that you're currently in, and then start that acceptance a little bit. I, I don't expect anybody that's overweight that doesn't love their body to look in the mirror and go, oh, you're so beautiful. I love you just the way you are. Because I think that's an unrealistic place to be. But if you can stop yourself from being critical to start with, and then maybe look into your eyes instead of looking at your body part that you least like, mm -hmm. give yourself a high five in the mirror and say, you got this girl and head away out into your day. So motivation comes from um, just trying to gear yourself up to do something that you hate. Mm -hmm. And so if you can find something that is a um, easier, pro I'm not going to say easy because it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. But if you can find a process that is more manageable, that fits into your lifestyle, that you can find some balance so that when your girlfriends call you up on Thursday night and say, let's go out for a glass of wine and a snack, you can say yes Right. and not feel guilty about it. Yeah. It's like taking a baby step, right? So it's yeah, like totally eventually run. Well, 
good luck just going out and running and sticking with it. It's like, maybe you start walking and then jogging. So yeah. That, and you know, I'm laughing at moments during this because I feel like even though we just met this week, I feel like you've known me for a long time because that's <laughs> me. <laughs> so, yes. And I think that that happens a lot. And I really draw on a lot of my own personal experience because I was a yo-yo dieter. I, I have tried every diet in the book and I would just get to a certain point where I would start to see some success. And then I sabotaged myself. And I did that over and over and over again. You get to a point where you're starting to feel like, oh, I've accomplished some things. I don't know what it is that you decide that you just have to trash all your success and go back to where you were before. But I, I just think that that's something as women that we, we tend to be caregivers, nurturers, and helpers to everyone else, but we're so hard on ourselves. And so, um, you know, getting off that yo-yo wagon and deciding that this time I'm going to be successful. My past failures, if you want to call them a failure, or your past experiences um, do not have to be an indicator of whether or not you can be successful this time. So decide to be successful this time. Find a program that fits into your lifestyle that works for your family. Everybody's got something different going on. Some people have teenagers at home. So can you put together a meal planned meal just for yourself and then have to cook an entire meal for your family? And then you have to sit and eat this diet meal while everybody else is eating mac and cheese. And <laughs> you're, you're setting yourself up for failure when you do those kinds of things. So um, finding some balance and making some healthier meals that have a little bit of balance where your kids aren't going to go into a, a revolt and not just talk to you ever again, because you're feeding them lettuce every day. Um, but you can have some really great balance of healthy meals with that, that tastes good, that your family might not even know that it's good for you. So finding that balance as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, when you mentioned teenagers, cause we do have those it's like sometimes, and you also mentioned, you know, being a grandma, getting up off the floor. There are times where I'm like, I just want to like race my kids up the stairs and beat them. Yeah. <laughs> and and totally. when we have been exercising, uh, while it's hard to get started, once we get into it for anybody that's exercised, once you get into it, you're like, you almost crave it. It's like, yeah. I feel so much better after it. Don't feel so great during it maybe, but I feel so much better after it. You just like crave it. And then once you're out, it's so hard to get back. Yeah. So. And, it, and part of exercise too, is finding something that you enjoy doing. Is my camera moving? I feel like I'm getting further and further down. <laughs> it may be moving slower. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my head's disappearing. <laughs> when it comes to exercising though, it's finding something that you enjoy doing. If you hate going to the gym and, and lifting weights, then please don't make that your exercise plan for the, you know, for the foreseeable future. If you hate doing it to drag yourself out of your house in your workout gear to go to the gym and do something you hate doing, um, not cool. <laughs> I'm my camera right now. <laughs> for if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to see how disappearing. It's like, <laughs> there it goes again. <laughs> there it goes. Oh, so funny. So funny. 
No, and I started going to a boot camp. That was the the style of gym that um, that the program that I went to. And if you had ever told me that I would have been going to boot camp, I would have never believed you. Um, this is so funny. Um, I would have never believed you. But I really truly love going and doing a boot camp workout. And when I first started, forty nine years old. I could not get up off the floor for some of the exercises that I needed to be able to do. And I sat in my car and cried a couple of times because I was so disappointed in my lack of ability. And, um, but I powered through, I thought, no, I paid for this eight weeks. Mm -hmm. The coaches in the gym were fantastic. Did not make me feel like I was um, not capable of doing the things that I needed to do. And um, so I just powered through and I reflect back to that time now and think, man, I have come so far. Uh-huh. And when I go to the gym now, some of the exercises that I couldn't do, I say, man, Val, you look like a badass when you're doing that now. Like, it's just <laughs> so empowering for me. Right. So um, be patient with yourself when you're trying something new. It's you know, look at anything that you've done in your life that you're really, really good at. You know, if you're a really great cook, think of when you first started learning how to cook and it was a step-by-step process. You did not become a fantastic cook overnight. It was a process. And so take everything that you're learning as something new. And it's, um, it's, it's a step-by-step process before you're going to be efficient at doing what you're doing. There's so many things out there you can do from a fitness standpoint. And if you are a self-proclaimed couch potato, that was me uh, before I started, start walking. You don't have to get a gym membership. You don't have to invest money in training. Um, you can just go for a walk. Right. And we're getting into spring now. So it's like, it's totally. nice. So it's like easier to get out there and walk rather totally. than, start, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's a little snowy and icy here in Alberta. So winter walking can be slightly dangerous. But, you know, my mom is 78 years old. She goes for a walk every day. Every day. She's got little cleats on her boots she wears when she's out walking and it's wintertime. A very great example of someone who has stayed really fit and um, has just exercised. And that's basically what she does is walking. And she looks fantastic. Well, okay. So Val, what I love about, um, what you offer is kind of going back to that 80, 20, and then a hundred percent. That is so key because that mindset relates and everybody knows this, right? I think it's just hearing it again and knowing. So you have an amazing, like I printed it yesterday. Hubby's looking at it tonight. Um, an amazing giveaway that you have for the listeners. So I'll be sure to include that. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, I put together a guide, I call it the ABCs to healthy living and it's 26 tips. So a letter of, of the alphabet, um, is a healthy tip. I've got mindset tips in there, nutrition tips, fitness tips, and just a quick little couple of sentence blurbs. And a lot of them are just really great reminders And, uh, you know, Trisha and I were chatting just before she hit play on this call about, um, you know, a lot of us know what we're supposed to be doing, but for whatever reason can just not get the motivation to do it. So if you can start working on some of those little mental pieces and start to look at, let's just add some water into my everyday. So if I drink a glass of water today, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Right. (laughs) Add water into your, your everyday. 
And um, here's, here's a quick little know how much water to drink. Take your weight, divide it in half. That's how many ounces of water you should be drinking every day. So are you going to spend three quarters of the first couple of days in the bathroom peeing? You betcha, because most people are living in a state of dehydration. So if you can just start adding water into your every day, and then the next tip is eat more fruits and vegetables. So instead of, you know, choosing French fries, maybe you choose a salad when you go out for lunch with a friend um, as your side, or just adding extra vegetables into your meals that you're making for your family at home, um, throwing a piece of fruit in your kid's lunch bag, eat one yourself, um, and then go for a walk. Maybe go to the swimming pool and go for a little swim. Maybe do some yoga. There's so many different things that you can do. Lots of stuff you can do online at home and little free programs. There's all kinds of stuff. So it doesn't have to be this like massive, okay, Monday, Monday's coming and I'm getting geared up like for Monday. Everybody hates Monday because that's the day that everybody's like, I'm starting Monday and you <laughs> go for it on Monday. Who made it through Monday, Tuesday's great. Then the girls call, it's Wednesday. And I don't know about the States, but in Canada, that's wing night everywhere oh, at yeah. every restaurant in, <laughs> in all of Canada. And everybody goes out for beer and wings on Wednesday. So you go out for beer and wings and then you feel guilty and you're like, shoot, I just about swore. Um, I fell off the wagon uh -huh. and then you're like, oh, well, I'll start again Monday. So mm -hmm. you didn't fall off the wagon. There is no wagon. All you did is choose to eat some chicken wings and drink a beer. So make it right. The next bite, get up Thursday morning and have a healthy breakfast. Go for a walk, drink lots of water and get your day going. So there is no wagon. Mm. And if you choose to eat the chicken wings and drink the beer, don't feel guilty about it. It's what you choose you chose to do in the moment. Right. So, um, and I think that that's where a lot of this I'm on a diet, I'm off a diet comes from is this all the rules and all the discipline and everything that you need to do. And uh, yeah, who wants to do that? Who's going to get excited and motivated about that? Yeah. <laughs> so, right. But oh. if you can get up and make yourself a really healthy breakfast, go for a walk, have a couple glasses of water, plan some healthy meals, and mm -hmm. just get started taking some steps in the right direction and be, be patient on yourself. Look in the mirror and give yourself some thumbs up and say, you're doing a great job instead of looking at yourself and going, man, you're such a fat girl. Like you're such a loser. Why can't you just get it together? Right. Look at yourself instead and go, you know what, girl, you got it this time. High five. Mm -hmm. Face the day. Try that instead. See how much better that feels to give yourself that little little boost instead of criticizing everything that you do. Gosh, Val, you gave us so much with insights, tips, ideas, phrases. I love it. Make it right in the next bite. How yeah. good is that? <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on here. Is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? Oh, I don't know. Go after it. I mean, girl. Yeah. Go get it done. Like you got one life to live. So, I mean, you can sit on your couch like a lump and watch TV or you can get off your, get off your ass and go face the world and do something really great with your life, what you got left to live. So go after it. And the better you feel, the easier it's going to be. And if you're not packing an extra 50 pounds around while you're out doing the things that you love to do, so much better. 
So live, live your life. You got one to live. So just go after it. I love that. That's really resonating with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's such oh, a you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Did you know that you will retain 90% of what you learn when you share it? If there's something you found helpful, tag me so I can personally thank you. And if we aren't already friends on social media, you can find me at Simplify With You on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to virtually meet you. Thanks for listening.